For over 45 years, Patagonia has given a damn about the clothes they make and their impact on the environment. Join them this holiday season as you consider what you give. Pass along cherished gear that you no longer use. Try something new with a friend. Repair that favorite jacket or donate to a good cause. Get inspired with more ideas at patagonia.com stories. And cheers to the joy of giving on a living planet. So at our office here in Seattle, we have a bookshelf full of maps. Uh, you know, some of them are from our local mountains, the Cascades, and some are a little bit farther afield, the Sierra. Um, there's a bunch from the desert, and there's also a growing number of river guides. And occasionally at lunch, um, someone will pull them off the shelf to ponder weekend plans, to like come up with an idea. And instantly, like everyone in the whole office gathers around. Um, people start telling stories, uh, and people start making plans. They'll say, I've been there, you know, I want to go there. And I know that a map technically is an object. It's made of paper. You can fold it. That's all true. But it's more than that. It's almost like a portal into the past or the future. I'm Fitz Cahal. Today on the Dirtbag Diaries. Patagonia presents The Best Gift, a series of four short stories about gifts you can't find online or buy in a store. The Best Gifts Change Lives provide powerful perspectives and bring us together. Marta Bills started backpacking in California's Sierra in the late 1960s. For 20 years, it was how she spent her free time. And then life evolved. Sometimes, rekindling your passion it's as simple as saying yes to the gift on a squiggly line on a map. Producer Stephanie Maltrich has the story. So how did you get into backpacking? Our sixth grade teacher was sort of this avid outdoors woman and conservationist and, you know, took us out for like an overnight um, into the local mountains. There was just something about it that I thought was super fun. So I had a sister who was a year ahead of me in school, and she had the same teacher. We really talked our parents up about how great it was and how it was something we should do as a family. I guess we did a good enough sales job on them. There's a place where it still exists called Bear Paw Meadow where you can go up and the, they have tents set up and they feed you. And so it was a great kind of baby step into backpacking without carrying all the gear. So that was our first family trip and um, it was successful enough that they agreed to go a couple more times. Both of my parents just decided that they were done. You know, they'd kind of taken my sister Kathy and I out. And we, we knew the ropes, we kind of knew what to do, and they decided at that point that we could just start doing it on our own. So as teenagers, we were pretty stoked about that. So that's what we did from that point on. When I met my husband, I was uh, happy to learn that he was into backpacking too. So then he and I started taking an annual trip together and we realized at a certain point we were ready to start planning to uh, start a family, and we just decided we would take one, what we thought was going to be a final uh, backpacking trip for a while. So we planned a longer one than we'd ever done. It was nine days and about 90 miles and, you know, super challenging and a really pretty part of the Sierras. And 
um, that was it. We um, we took the one last trip, and shortly thereafter, uh, Marissa joined the family. So <laughs> our timing was good. We definitely tried to get her interested in hiking when she was little and with brother in a backpack. And for a while, we could kind of lure her up the trail with M&Ms. That seemed to be very effective. <laughs> that definitely kept her moving along. And she, you know, she seemed to like it. And But it was sort of like she got, I don't know, she got a little less agreeable to do it as she got a little bit older. So was it like a bittersweet feeling to be like, oh, I don't think we're going to do this anymore? Yeah, I think there was a little bittersweet. I mean, I think when you're on the cusp of moving into that part of your life, you're, you know, there's a lot of thoughts and emotions. So um, we certainly knew things were going to change a bit, and they did. <laughs> The years sped by. The kids became teenagers. They graduated high school and went to college. Marta's backpacking adventures seemed like they might be in the rearview mirror. Mom's birthday is in October. And so the summer before her 60th, we went backpacking for the first time together. This is Marissa. And we just did like a short little trip outside of Mammoth in the Sierras. It was so pretty. We had such a good time. And I just remember being out there and thinking like, this is so much fun. A section of the trip that we did was on the John Muir Trail. So I was kind of thinking about like, how do we go backpacking again? Oh, it would be really cool to do the whole trail. At that point, Marissa decided to gift her mom a John Muir Trail map. And by giving her this map, she was kind of saying, this is what we're doing. If I gift her this like, ridiculously long trail kind of forces us to make the time to do this, which is great because it's really fun. And then it's also like a definitive thing that we'll do together every single summer. And that kind of forces us to take that time to spend together too. And then it was like, well, if it's a present, then she can't say no. What do you remember about the day she opened her present and saw this map? She was pretty shocked. Um, I think it definitely took a little bit of time for her to process that. And I don't really think she thought it was real. And that's where I think my brain was just like trying to compute, you know, how will we do this? It's going to take three and a half, four weeks. You know, I how am I going to get time off of work? And then she said, no, no, we'll do it in sections. We'll do it over a few summers. And it was like, oh, OK. So now this is, you know, stringing together multiple backpack trips. And, you know, I figured there was a good likelihood it would happen. I think the only concern I had was just knowing that sometimes life does interfere. And even though it's something you want to do, uh, things can make it not possible to do so. You know, I think that first morning you start on the trail, this sense of almost little butterflies in your stomach, like, you know, here we have this plan to hike this many days over these miles and are we going to be able to do it? Is everything going to go smoothly? You know, what lies ahead? You know, what adventures lie ahead? So that feeling is absolutely the same. And then just the awe of the beauty of, you know, the Sierras and the granite and the lakes. And, you know, those are just special moments to share those with another person. And to have it be Marissa was just wonderful.
maybe my daughter was turning into a little bit more of a, a hiker than I ever dreamed she would. Every year she's kind of like, oh yeah, if we finish, if we finish. I was like, no, we're going to finish. So I don't think she necessarily thought that it was like 100% going to happen. She will be more shocked than anybody when we actually complete this. So far, so good. We've um, every summer since gotten out there. What felt different about backpacking this time around so many years later? I mean, it was fun to have it be with Marissa. I mean, my sister and I, when we went, we just, you know, it's sort of like you just get into a routine. She did certain things. I did certain things. We had our jobs. We had our roles. You know, we just, we had it down. With Marissa, she was adamant that because it was a gift, like I didn't have to do anything. I could just come along and she would do the meal planning and on and on. So it was very much the first time just kind of sitting back and, and letting her be the leader, which, you know, as a parent is kind of fun to do. It's sort of switching roles. I just love having this as an excuse to like, make sure that we go backpacking every year and that this gets to be a part of her life because she likes to say that there's not going to be that many more years that she's going to do this, but that's ridiculous. She's in like amazing shape. And if she wants to keep doing this, she can. So I like that in some ways it's kind of convincing her, hopefully that she still can do these things that the, her backpacking days are not over. When your 20-something daughter suggests something that she wants to do with you, you probably, <laughs> the right answer is yes. You know, it's just something I, I don't think I necessarily would have picked up again if Marissa hadn't um, gifted me this. It just, I don't know that I would have thought to start doing it again on my own. And um, she certainly helped me understand that I can. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll finish maybe even this year, the the John Muir Trail. And I would think at this point that probably won't be the end of my backpacking days. So that's pretty, pretty nice to think about that is still in the future as well. This coming summer, Marta and Marissa hope to complete their multi-year project on the 211 mile long John Muir Trail. Look for the next installment of the Best Gift series presented by Patagonia in a few days on this feed. Uh, but if you need some more inspiration before that, go visit patagonia.com backslash stories for more awesome gift ideas that don't involve overnight delivery. This episode was produced and edited by Stephanie Malterich and me, Fitzka Hall. Additional editing and mixing by Cordelia Zars. Music by Kai Angle. Our theme music is composed by Jacob Bain and Nice Koto. Artwork by Anya Miller. Becca Cajal is our executive producer. You've been listening to the Dirtbag Diaries. Mm-hmm.